0: Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 72, Kids and Coronavirus. We, and I mean the we that are laughing at me, we are broadcasting live. Well, live for us from the Power of Change Worldwide Shedquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. As I did the uh, traditional um, opening of the show... Where I greet all of you, my friends. Uh, this is a common phrase that is mocked around my house uh, by my children. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and so today friends, I have... Greetings, friends. I, greetings, friends. I hear that all the time up and down the halls and the stairs. I have my three children with me today for our episode entitled Kids and Coronavirus. Now, I did think about titling this Kids in Corona." Um, cause I think that's funny, but, uh, obviously, uh, these things should never go together. Kids and Corona. Uh, and even by the way, when you're 21 kids, I will advise you against Corona. Sorry, Corona. I'm advising my adult children in the future to stay away from the as well. But, uh, Equis, if you need a beer, uh, that's a little different, maybe Tommy, I, I I think if I surveyed the room, how many of you guys will drink a beer when you're 21? Probably one or you, maybe not. Kayla's thinking about living in a no-substance dorm in college.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll have that, like
2: it a... won't be my fresh. I mean, like my freshman year, I won't be twenty-one. You'll so. be
0: illegal. Kylene yeah. is probably never going to drink a drop because she's seen drunk people and knows the dangers of it. Am probably. I right on that?
3: Yeah, I don't know if I ever will. <laughs>
0: probably. And and Tommy makes beer jokes, uh, so we'll have to teach him to be responsible and godly. All right. Well, my special guests, as you have heard and alluded to, are non-beer drinking, uh, but they are kids and living in the age of coronavirus which COVID-19 obviously we went to another level of shutdown yesterday we were actually queued up I had all the mics uh, uh, adjusted to the kids voices and their headphones on and and we literally got the notice that the state of Virginia and our governor um, who I had not nice feelings towards yesterday uh, canceled school for the next forever I guess for this school year and Uh, everything shut down in the state, uh, pretty much almost everything except for, uh, essential. If you're on the list as essential liquor stores, how somehow made the, 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 the list as essential. And then the president quite literally warned about the coming depression and alcoholism in, in the, in this time, which was bizarre to hear those things together. Um, but we heard that all that was canceled and it was a little bit of a hard message for us because one of our guests is going to introduce herself first is Kayla Monahan, who's a senior. And when you're a senior in high school and everything gets canned, it's not a good not, not a good moment. But hey, introduce yourself and say something happy. No, <laughs>
2: say something happy that hasn't been my M.O. for the last couple of days. Um, I'm Kayla. I'm 18. I am, is, or, were, who knows? Um, Somewhat a senior. Yeah, kind of a senior at Blacksburg High School. At home now. Graduation TBD. Um, and um, introduce myself. I asked my dad before he came on, "What do I introduce myself with?" And he was like, "Well, you, you're kind of a senior. You're 18, and then I don't know, whatever you college to say. or something." Dude. I was like, "College sounds good." So I'm going to Washington and Lee University in the fall, and that's kind of what I'm trying to focus on right now because that is a happy thing.
0: Oh, awesome! Yeah, Kayla. Kayla's a senior. Senior captain on the soccer team uh prom graduation. I don't want to make you emotional right now, but it's uh We've cried enough. Yeah, it's uh obviously we we understand there are bigger issues in the world and Kayla's no no mean kind of a self centered privileged person. Um but it's still it's a bummer man. I was looking forward to seeing you uh like we did last or whenever that was when we had a scrimmage uh, the midfield assist from Kylene Monahan to Kayla Monahan for a sweet goal. We're gonna pull that up on video here soon, guys, and uh, cherish it forever. Next up on the right, on my right, is. Uh...
3: Um, my name is Kylene Monahan. Obviously, um, I'm 16. I'm a sophomore at Blacksburg High School, kind of, um, but not quite as huge a shift for me. Um, I play soccer. I love. Talker and my family. <laughs>
0: Taking college engineering drafting courses in 10th grade that makes all of our heads spin. Um, Kai's patience and meticulous uh, attention to detail is mesmerizing. They uh, like
3: to make fun of me when I get home when I'm working on it because I make sound effects. <laughs> Grunting
0: and groaning that sounds very angry It's the only time we hear Sounds that we used to hear When you get mad When you're like a six-year-old Where you go Arr! It's when a line's not straight Or something We look over and go oh. um, And then we can read Kayla's poetry Tommy
1: uh, uh, Well, greetings, friends um, <laughs> This is Thomas Monahan here Also known as Tommy Monahan. I am so glad to be on the pod To hear today, Reed <laughs> <laughs> so grateful. Tommy,
0: we found out when he puts headphones and on and a microphone in front of him, he gets a little bit of his real personality comes out that a lot of people in the world don't get to see. So welcome full Tommy, full on Tommy. Today's topic is, uh, kids and coronavirus. Obviously adults, um, are thinking about COVID-19 infections from, you know, keeping people healthy from, you know, working or not working, providing for families, jobs or no jobs, these kinds of things, uh, Uh, political people and leader people are thinking about these things. And one of the um, convictions that I've had is that it's always helpful to hear from kids about kids. And this kind of took off with Kayla and I, I guess, in 2016 when we started Power of Change, the ministry that I lead. And uh, we do parenting conferences uh, throughout the country. We've done several of them. And Kayla was, uh, because she had a broken leg when playing soccer that year, she was able to travel with me. And I was like, you know, it'd be great at a conference for parents is to hear from a kid. And so she's done that with me several times. And every time, and certainly I show videos of that uh, first conference when she's not with me, um, the parents really appreciate hearing from the kids about how kids are doing or whatever. So I've asked these three to come on as special guests today in the shed quarters to give us, hey, what are kids thinking Uh, What are they feeling and what are they saying? Both you guys, of course, uh, and your friends that you uh, text with. One of the uh, things about our family, we have uh, friends that share our kind of world and life view and our faith and others that don't. And so um, the kids have a really good perspective on uh, kind of what's out there in their schools. We have middle school and two high school here today. So that's our outline. We're going to look thinking, feeling, saying. And then at the end, um, they're going to give us advice of what kids might need in this time. Littles, middles, and teenagers. So, first up, guys, and I'll just turn it over to you for a little bit. Is um, and I'm not gonna let Kayla speak first. Um, what what are what are you guys thinking? What have you been thinking when this virus thing kind of came down the pipe? What What do you think about what's happening?
3: I guess since Kayla's not first, um, (laughs) I, I think that as it started growing, it was kind of like, well, this could be big. Well. I hope this doesn't cancel school. Oh, well, um, now here we are. Um, and I think that's been kind of, it, everything moved really fast. And I guess I have sort of a frustration, but not sort of at anyone. So then it's just there.
0: It's kind of at it or at yes, the circumstances. At the virus itself. Yeah.
3: See those little tiny dots those little really tiny lipid
0: balls that get washed away when you wash your hands, man. Every time you wash your hands, smash some corona, or at least imagine that you are. Yeah, I mean, thinking is, I think, uh, you know, obviously some people feel first, think first. Some people think and feel at the same time. There's really, we really don't have to separate them out. Um, but certainly, I think I had similar thoughts. Kai's like, wow, this is, ooh, wow, this is going to happen. And I think it hit me the uh, heavily. Uh, when they canceled it, the NCAA wrestling tournament, which me and Tommy usually go to, how did that? How did that hit you?
1: Um, so yeah, as my dad said earlier, we go to this NCAA wrestling tournament every year, and it's really good time for us guys just to be guys and be like guys sometimes away from the sisters and the mom because they can, you know, hello ladies, sh- <laughs> shut us down a little bit. Um, but uh, Rightly yeah, so <laughs> it's debatable. Yeah. Um, yeah. so. When I heard that was canceled, I was just really bummed out because we always have a really good time doing that. And I was thinking about the wrestlers, and I was like, hey, man, it sucks for seniors that have just put everything in. And that may, like People like Colin Moore, if any of you know that. Um, like, Ohio State, yeah.
0: 197 pounds, number one ranked, never a national champ, probably would have won it easy this year. Yeah,
1: Yeah, like it's just he's worked so hard for it, and it's just being stripped. And I was just really feeling bad for those wrestlers. And for me personally in school, like – all my sports are canceled. Like, I never get to see any more friends. Like, it's just, it's very drastically suddenly happened, and that's just changed the way social interaction has occurred through school levels, I guess. Yeah, yeah. has just kind of been crazy for me, so.
2: Yeah, all right, I'm allowed to go. I got the <laughs> nod of approval. <laughs> Kayla's our talker. Oh, uh, yes. We're not
0: going to bridle you, but we are going to direct, no, direct to you. I
2: appreciate yes. it. Um, so, mm-hmm. in about... I think it was around January. Um, in my EP government class, we do, we take like 30 minutes of each class at the beginning to go over the top five current events of the day before and that day because we have an alternating day schedule. Um, and I remember distinctly, my teacher will just skip over some random ones like, oh, I don't really care about what happened in this award show or like this and or some all times foreign things because we're talking about our government. They'd be like, oh, we don't care about what's going on in whatever that country is. Um, and I remember seeing coronavirus and my teacher going, oh, a China, like a virus in China. I mean, it hopefully it doesn't get too bad, but it's not going to come here. So we're going to move on and focus on whatever crazy thing was going on with the election. Or Um, impeachment. Wasn't impeachment happening? It was impeachment. And then election at the same time. We've been following the election a lot. The Democratic Um, primaries, yeah. Yeah, the primaries quite a bit and stuff, especially since a lot of us are voting age. But that's beside the point. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so I distinctly remember that moment and being like, okay. And then, you know, it would kind of pop up here and there as we kept talking about it. And people started making jokes, of course. Uh, And then all of a sudden, this like panic set in on the school. And especially for the seniors that I talked to and that I interacted with, we were kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Is this really going to shut us down? No way. Like, OK, if it does, it's going to be at least two or three weeks. Some teachers were like, you're crazy. You really think we're getting shut down? Most of our teachers didn't think anything. Um, they're like, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and we'll figure it out. Um, and as time went on, um, we had our first Jamboree for soccer. Like, I am in shape for the first time since my injury Um, and I actually was super excited for the season and we got to play on our new turf field that we just got, um, which is a huge blessing. And I got to play with my sister and like our, one of our big game, my sister gave me an assist. I scored. And then we have a set of twins on our team. and they scored not two minutes after And everyone was like sister goals, um, in more ways than one. And it was just a really cool moment. And it was just a real high that I didn't realize, um, that we had. And then, our scrimmage got canceled that week and we were like, Oh shoot. Well, hopefully this doesn't cancel the season. Um, just thinking that like athletics would be the first thing to go because human contact or whatever would be yeah. the spread. Um, and then we found out on Friday, um, two weeks ago ish now, um, that we would be out for two weeks. Yeah.
0: You, the kids here in Virginia where we are in Blacksburg are, they've been out of school for two weeks already. Yeah. Well, this is going yeah. on week two. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, they held us in for 30 extra minutes to go get our stuff, which it was like a surreal moment. People are calling their jobs saying, Hey, I'm going to be late. Their teachers frantically going, what what are we even supposed to give them? Like, we don't even know. Why are we coming back? And one girl went, all right, here guys to this. I was in an all senior class. Here's a piece of paper. Here's your diploma. Um, or all right, we should all jump in the middle because this is going to be our prom now. And there's like half laughs, half people are crying, half shock. Um, And it really didn't hit, I don't think, fully how much so quickly is about to change. And then every day there's been a new development of some kind of like, should we even be meeting up uh, like unofficially for things? Should we, you know, as teenagers really stay home? Should we you know, does it matter? Cause we're not going to get sick. Um, is there a real threat? Like all these kind of,
0: how have you guys right along that? How have you guys felt about like the the news, the official authorities? Have you felt skeptical, felt trusting towards government or, or what's happening or do you kind of feel suspicious or, or, or how, how's um,
1: Well, I, I, I personally am not a huge like politics person. Um, but I, I think it's, Overall, as a country, I think it's been a overreaction on an extent that is going to start hurting our economy at some point. Because, like, as Dad, me and dad were talking about this earlier, um, like, if they keep people out of jobs in Virginia for, like, six months, they can't just, like, sit there and do nothing. They're going to lose a lot of money and food, and, like, it's not going to help people that are just not doing anything through corona. Like, it's, that's just what I think about it because I think that all the closures will help like decrease people's jobs and that'll decrease their wages, which stinks.
0: H- have Can you I got, Also, yeah, go
3: I would say in response to that, not to be like the yeah. other side, but mm. um, I do think it is like a serious thing. Like I think at first I was kind of on the same track, like what, what the heck? Like why are is, they, why are they doing this? Why sure. is everything closing? But it is really killing people. And I think it's really important we remember that because I know, especially in our area, we're a little southwest Virginia, um, but we're very removed, I feel like. And there is the news, there is the media that's saying, oh, all this is happening. But I think just kind of, I don't know, for me, I've been thinking more about just personally and the people that I know and what if that happened to them? Yeah. friends so. in
0: New Jersey, New York city metro where it's been mm-hmm. much more acute and spreading quicker. Yeah. Uh, have, have Kyleen, have, has it been more of a, uh, Hey, this is serious or Hey, I'm afraid or, or let's go ahead and move towards how you've been feeling each of you guys. I mean, has it been more, um, a kind of a concern or like, wow, we could all get sick and die. How, how are those, how are those feels for you guys?
2: Um, I'll go, um, uh, personally, I've just been in a weird limbo time of like, should I feel hurt or should I not? And should I be scared or should I not? Um, I, because there's
0: a lot of loss yes. feelings from lots of people. And yes. I think those are real. And I don't think uh, because some people are dying and some people are losing prom or something that minimizing those things isn't isn't good. Yeah, it's mean, a real loss to be sad about, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think as seniors, especially like we have a right to be sad. And I know a lot of a lot, a lot of my friends that I've stayed in contact with I mean, we've just been gutted yeah. in um, all sorts of different... I have friends in all sorts of areas of my school, from my theater friends to my soccer friends to all sorts of people who um, even kids who hate school or yeah. claim they hate school. We're like, this is the time that we get. Um, and so I've been feeling kind of like really sad, really, really sad, but also conflicted, like, should I even be sad? Like, Because is it, people are Yeah, said, because right? people are dying. Like, it's not fair it, f- for those who are the most at risk for me to be selfish and want to say that. And I have a friend who is younger than me and, um, I was just like, I shouldn't be this upset, but I just can't get a handle on myself. And I'm a very emotional person in general. So I'm a bit of a hot mess. Um, but he was like, look, you're missing a big part of your life, um, that most people don't have to lose. And so, yeah, it's okay for you to be upset. I had another friend say it's almost like we're grieving a little bit.
1: That's
0: right.
2: Um, as if we really like lost something important. And, and in a way we did. Like it's trivial things, but it's time that we thought we were gonna have and anticipated having and well, so- I,
0: I think at your age, Kayla, they're not trivial things. I you you've invested diligently. I've watched you do four, a five hour runs of homework and uh the hard, hard work you put in, both in soccer and academics and caring. Like we need more young people that give a crap, right, about the yeah. world and in and, and their own growth and development to become leaders in it someday. And so yeah, that that kind of loss is is certainly significant. Um and it makes it, like you're saying, strange because it's right next to what Kylene just said. Like, hey, I think for us it helped to think about grandma or Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, and like my mom and I are involved in um this Aries chapter of the American Auxiliary, which is a bunch of like spouses of veterans who are in their like the 80s, youngest is 60. Like yeah. the oldest is 97. We love Miss Edna Bloom. Yeah. Like, um, And so thinking about those ladies and like how hard it would be for any of them.
0: When we saw her in the
2: grocery store. Yeah. We right? saw Miss Edna Bloom and her yeah. husband who served in World War Two. Yeah. Like yeah. they're literally late 90s. She's 97. Absolutely, yeah. like is 97. And so... Like, kind of realizing, okay, well, there is a purpose for this, and just praying that the Lord can use this time yeah. has been something I've been trying to focus on, and how can I love those around me who are really struggling um, either with their faith or just just feeling hopeless because they don't know what else to do. And then also giving myself the grace to lean on other people as well has been really important um, because I can't handle it all by myself um there's nothing we can do even most of the time like there's nothing to stop it like that we can do sitting in our house um to say all right corona's over like that's not our job but at the same time just trusting that there are people who are working day in and day out and to be thankful for those people and just praying for them that they can find solutions to this and then be able to like our healthcare systems to be able to sustain um any you know, crazy explosions that could be coming.
0: Let me ask you guys this: Have have one? Have you had any moments of fearful, like feeling fearful? Uh, and two, if not, why not? Um, answer both. Go ahead, Tom. Um,
1: so answer that. Uh, no, I have never been afraid from day one of Corona. I've I've seen it as a flu that has gone throughout the country and killing people, and it's sad. But in a sense. One of my friends talked to me earlier and he was like, yeah, people say life is good until you die. But I said like, once you die, that's when it gets better. It it, like this world is only like temporary. And I think that through this, it's still helping us in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Giving us time to reflect on ourselves and think about how we could help or just how we could help by staying away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really good, Tom. Um, So what makes it different to you is kind of hope beyond death which comes from our faith in Jesus right that's a that's a real difference like i you guys all know my story sitting in front of me most of you listening probably do too but i you know i grew up to all, about 20 years old where i didn't really believe in god probably didn't know any much about life after death and so i can imagine it would have been very different facing something like this um, without that kind of assurance. And so many of our friends perhaps don't have that kind of uh, reality. How about the other two? Have you had moments of fearfulness or, or concern even? I mean, I guess fear is a scary word itself, but you know, go ahead and embrace it.
3: Yeah. I would say, same with Tommy, kind of like, I haven't really been afraid. I'm not, I'm currently not like scared of anything personally. And like, if I get sick and die, then I get sick and die. Um, and in that way, like my your hope mother's in probably Christ. scared
0: of that very thing right there. Yeah.
3: Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be cautious and I'm not going to take the precautions for myself as well as for those around me because I think that's the more I would say I have more concern or kind of just a sadness for, or just kind of I really want to start reaching out more because I know a lot of my friends or some of our family who don't know Christ and who could be in real danger at this point. And I know that the end comes for everyone, but it kind of puts a more, like, immediacy to things. Even if my friends my age aren't in immediate danger because it's not killing those my age, but it does kind of put into perspective, like, man, like, my friends at school who, like, don't know Christ and who I kind of I share with about my faith, but kind of just tentatively like this is what I believe. And I think like this is truth. um, But I don't really like bring it up very often. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think death brings eternity forward towards us very quickly. And I I think that we're a culture that's um, even reading a lot. I read a lot of opinions out there on social media uh, about how I even tweeted this earlier like both on all political spectrums ages, I see people um almost act like if we do everything right we 're going to prevent death, which is utterly nonsense because every single person is going to die um but yet we 're not asking real questions about that very thing, and so I think it is a like tommy you said it 's a wake up right it 's a like a reality check that what are we really what are we really doing here well what what are some of your guys' friends saying or feeling or thinking? I mean, do you have some folks, young people? I mean, we're we, we're aged thirteen to eighteen in the shed quarters here. We'll talk about the littles here in a moment, but just for you guys and your peers, what, what's a, what's out there in them woods? Uh,
1: well, I don't know. Not we are in Southwest Virginia, so technically this is the woods. Um, uh, I would say most of my friends that I know they have been
0: what's out there on them streets, Tom? <laughs> yeah,
1: out there on the grounds. <laughs> um, no, my friends. My friends, I've been pretty laid back about it. They're really bummed that school's been out. Um, Some of them have been a little... uh, One of my friends, Henry, shout out to Henry if he's listening. He's not, but shout out. Um, He has been very precautious about this whole ordeal, uh, to say the least, because he's kind of like every time he touches something, he like wipes it down and then puts hand sanitizer on. Cause he's like, I'm going to get Corona. Yeah, yeah But yeah. he's like, he's not really afraid of it, but he's like worried huh. that he'll spread it. Yeah, He doesn't want to be responsible for the one that like yeah. killed someone's
3: grandma. That's yeah.
0: What he's trying to yeah, yeah. That's a crazy, crazy thing to for, for a young person. Say, I don't want to, I'm going to kill old people here because I went to Kroger or something. Yeah, you know, that's, that's yeah. wild. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think a lot of or the people that I've talked with in my peers are like, Come on, guys, be responsible, and we need to actually take this seriously. Some of them. Because there is kind
0: of this reality amongst your guys' peers, maybe, where some are taking it very, very serious and some aren't at all, right? Yeah.
3: And that's what's been interesting. I'd say, like, several of my friends are, guys, we need to be serious about this. This is an actual issue. Don't joke about it. And there are the friends of mine who are like... It's not a big deal, it's not affecting us, and I'm kind of that's the duality that I'm experiencing with my peers and who I'm interacting with and I'd say I do understand both perspectives of that,
0: yeah yeah duality. i I kind of can feel both both of those uh yeah nice word guy duality. duality the bifurcation of feelings of the teenagers yes.
3: um, I <laughs> um
2: so I think there's been kind of mixed emotions. Um, mostly it's a lot of sadness amongst seniors. Um, but it's been interesting for me cause I'm kind of in a couple of different areas of life, um, online anyway. So like for me, I'm really close with a lot of younger girls, especially. Um, and that's been really hard. I haven't touched base with as many of them as I should yet, just cause emotionally, like it's really difficult for me. Um, I was just on a call for my Spanish class, which happens to have a lot of little freshman girls that I've kind of mentored throughout the year. And I'm sitting there with my audio off, just like crying, listening to their voices because I haven't heard them in a long time. Kayla um, took
0: a million years of Latin and then switched to Spanish in her old high school days. And so she's in there with all the kids, which is great.
2: Yeah, I kind of like I don't student teach, but I like low key student teach. <laughs> uh, and it's been just a really cool experience to me to have my last year of high years of high school. Um, to be in that class, but yeah, so I think amongst younger kids, it's been kind of Kayla. <laughs> great
0: job in caring for the younger kids.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but yes, I think, um, I've had a lot of younger kids reach out to me and be like, I'm so sorry for you, like, are you know, I love you, are you doing okay? just because they kind of. Can't fathom for themselves how much it's hitting them, so they're kind of trying to feel for me, which I appreciate. um Amongst like my peers from school, like even because I'm not close to before, like uh, seniors, like we've all kind of reaching out to each other. Everybody just wants to kind of feel closeness, togetherness, um, because that's kind of all we got. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah as yeah. a senior class, and then also I'm a part of. The Washington Indian class of 2024, a bunch of different group chats with that and meeting different people through that who are all over the country.
0: And some all over the world. And some all over the
2: world, yeah. There's definitely some um, shout-out to Georgia and Australia. Um, (laughs) We're all excited for you to see snow. Um, But, yeah, so it's been interesting to hear how are different states handling this, how are different countries handling this, different areas of different states handling this. Um, There's a range of public to private to homeschool. Um, yeah. Home school
0: is like, what's different. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: um, and hearing like, how are their schools doing it? How are they doing online school? Uh, and it's been interesting to kind of explore like other places through that and kind of get to interact with people who I haven't met them. They probably don't even know my name. I couldn't tell you more than five of theirs, but there's a closeness, um, of just feeling like we're all in this together. Um, and that we can support each other and kind of lean on each other through social media.
0: Yeah, just think about the world, uh, what it would be like, this very circumstance without technology, right? We're watching it, Matt. We're watching like graphs of how many people have been tested positive and died every day. Um, and there's social media, people talking literally globally about this issue. Back in the day before all this stuff, like somebody gets sick in your town. Well, Joe's sick. And then like Joe and Susie are dead. And then all of a sudden like, you wouldn't know like, dead, that yeah. there was a plague going across the world until it got really serious. And so there's, there's probably a little bit of both that happens with that, kind where overreaction but also preparedness and helpfulness um, where this doesn't turn into the Black Death that you guys are certain in your European history classes. Or
2: even the Spanish flu or of the, the 1920s.
0: Spanish flu of 1918, right? Um, or the continental country flu of 1918. Um, well, I'm going to ask you guys to do something. We'll do a little sound effect music. I'm going to ask you to uh, go back in time with me for a moment, and I'm going to put on my Whoa. my father hat on as well to, to imagine that you're in a different stage of life. And I certainly can remember bringing each of your little butts home from the hospital or the birthing center. Um, and so this is... Uh, Mom, mom, and mom, and I uh, have literally said, "Wow, I'm so glad our kids aren't six, four, and two right now <laughs> during this time." Because, uh, and I had a friend who texted me today said, "Yeah, all my kids." He has younger children. He said, "Yeah, all my kids are fine till about three p.m. at at which time they become well little kids." Well, you know what I mean. Um, how how do you think this would be? If you weren't, I mean, I know, Tommy, you're you're kind of becoming grown. You're the tallest in the room now. You're getting strong enough. I said on social media that I have to wrestle you at like 75% now. Uh, you will feel the pain of full wrath wrestling in a couple of years, and then I'll retire because I won't want to get destroyed <laughs> by you. Um, but just imagine if you were two, four years old, toddler ages. What do you think uh, you would be thinking in if you were that age again or or what would you advise? You even give to maybe parents of little, little taller kids in a time where everyone's at home all of a sudden. Mom and dad aren't working. Everyone's kind of it's just real different. What would you say to the littles?
3: I think probably. I know we've joked about that schedule thing that mom showed us, but I think having different set things that you're going to be doing daily is going to be would be really important, seeing as that structure in whatever, maybe daycare or school that you as normalcy is just gone. And so just having something to replace that and time with mom and dad replacing that as well.
0: Yeah. So structuring a schedule yeah. for the new normal for the little guys. I know we did we did schedules and um, Kayla was like a schedule asker when she was like two or three. She was like, okay, tell me what we're doing today. And she'd want to hear this with my six things in, in a row. row. <laughs> exactly what we're doing. And then she would recount them all back to us in Cadence perfectly. Um, and she's still, her, her and Casey, you know, organized the whiteboard. We're all five of our schedules. Who's here? Who's not? Where's dad? Who's doing Literally what? color-coded. Color-coded, whiteboard. yeah. It's quite a, it's non-technological. I wish it was on Google Calendar. I don't. Um, and, and mom doesn't either, and so you guys win. Tom, take note. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, the schedule, Kai, it's great. Maybe you guys, obviously, are, are are happy. But, Tommy, you're keeping keeping a schedule. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Kayla, what were we gonna say?
2: Um, I was gonna say also this is a really cool opportunity for you with your little kids. Um, I know for our family, not with little kids, it's been a really great time for us to um focus on ourselves and also focus on our family and our family rhythms and I mean just supporting each other as people are all gonna be in different places. Um, I think, you know, as parents, you guys have a lot going on. What's going on with your jobs, what's going on with um the outside world, even figuring out the news and all that sort of thing. Um, but I think it's just really important to, um, not be fake, but, um, just be optimistic and real with your kids. Don't like be all doom and gloom and sad constantly cause they'll feel that even if they don't understand what's going on at all. Um, but also take this opportunity to build Legos with your son or your yeah. daughter and to ask them, you know, what that book you're supposed to be reading for school. Tell me about it or let's read it together or things like that. Um, where you really have a chance to engage and make memories that are going to last. And you, honestly, your goal should be, let's think about this time, looking back when your kid is, say, 13, 16, and 18. Um, They're like, like, yeah, when I was six, um, when the coronavirus thing happened, I just remember my dad really being honest with me and spending time with me. We
0: built a Lego Death yeah. Star or, or something because we, we had Star time. Wars
2: or, yeah. I mean, just stuff like that, that you have the opportunity because you get, you're forced to be present to actually be present and yeah. to really engage um, in a way that makes all your kids know that they're loved, that they ha- are safe, and then that they get a chance to just be with you because ultimately that's all they want anyway.
0: So the schedule is good for both them and the parents. Yes. So to make these kind of things happen. And I think for parents from the parent side, it keeps, keep you sane a little bit like, Hey, give them a craft to do from 10 to 11. Hey, I'm going to spend time reading books to them from 10 to or one to two or something that certainly will help. And I love Kayla, what you said about framing it positively. Hey, daddy and mommy are at home. We're all at home uh, because there's a, there's a, a, a sickness that's get a lot of people are getting. We're trying to help save people. I think that's really really good we 're trying to love our neighbor even to use jesus 's language that 's why we 're washing our hands, and that 's why we 're doing all these things and so structure, schedule, reading books, activities. I think varying uh, the things you do throughout the day helps uh, everyone. I think uh, the two things you hear from little kids. what would you guys say if you're I'm a little i 'm hungry and i 'm bored <laughs> right? What do you say when someone says they 're bored?
1: Give a
2: soccer ball. <laughs>
0: Here's what I used to say to you guys: You're
2: not bored, be
0: creative. I said, "Bored is the being bored is the outcome of a non-creative mind, okay. right? And then you yep. figure it out, right? <laughs>
3: well, I better not be stupid. If stupid <laughs> means I'm bored." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't be bored anymore. <laughs>
0: I better go find something productive to do. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you say if your kid's bored? Besides that, you should say that. So, they should say, Hey, that drove I can me nuts, it, by the way. I, I well, not you say that. It also drove you to do lots of things that were productive. So, <laughs> fair trade.
3: True. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Parenting lessons. It did get me to stop saying I'm bored because I knew what was coming and I didn't want to deal with it.
0: See, parents, double winning. <laughs> Uh, okay well let's move up a little bit to what we'll call middles i guess tommy's at the top end of that um but like you Twins. know eight years we call these the pleasant years where you're not wiping butts and dressing people anymore and you don't have teenagers that roll eyes or anything yet you got eight-year-olds to
1: 12-year-olds what, what about that crew well dad i'm 13 thanks for asking i just came out of that dad <laughs> i have matured um no for me personally From what I've experienced throughout the many years of my existence, um, I I would say that the best way for, like, 8 to 12, like, personally, I understand some people, like, hate physical activity or just being outside, but, like, just go outside with them, you know? Like, it's, and it helps build, like, family bonds together. Like, me and my sister Kai, we, like, played soccer for, like, just an hour, just, like, goofing around and it was super fun and we enjoyed it and it wasn't just like inside staring at screens or doing work or anything it was just a really good time to relax and be with family so I think you have a really good chance to have good outside time with your children if you have children um but like I'm just saying it's a really great way to interact with them without it being forced or like you know pushing it and like having the parents be like the mean people that are making you go outside. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, and plus video games, bad. Go
0: outside. <laughs> they turn your brain into mush. I think he used to say that all yeah, the time. Exactly. Hey, look, if you play video games, you look, they're not in themselves evil, but limiting those things that isolate a person from each other in a family is certainly something we valued. And a couple of days ago, Kai and I took like an hour, hour and a half long walk just to be together, and we when we got back, we saw Kayla, Casey, and Tommy playing basketball together, which was cool. Well, I put um, the fadeaway on Mom. Yeah, you were, the game. You know, Yeah, yeah. Kayla and Mom are not basketball. Well, Kayla was a basketball player for a little bit. No, yeah. I was. You played like, on <laughs> Wilberforce well, Middle School, yeah, too. Yeah, I played one
2: here racking for years in so, middle school. So, especially
0: with boys, right, yeah, who are yeah. 8 to 12, they have a lot of energy, man. Get them out running. Tommy and I, think, are going to do some wood splitting on on uh, Saturday, because I'm trying to make him strong now. Yep. And uh, splitting wood is something that makes you strong, We well, maybe smoke some ribs and split some wood on Saturday. Um, what about you girls? Uh, for 8 to 12 year olds, what kind of things uh, would you recommend?
2: I think it depends on your kid and you have to know your children, um, but there's always, I mean, just find new things to do. Honestly, I am not the first to say, oh my gosh, I love board games, because I'm not that person. Cause, but I am. Cause, well, Kyle Kylene, wins every time. Kylene beats every everyone in board games. single time, doesn't not matter what the game is. every time. But
1: Dad will always say he wins.
0: I have defeated Kai many times in Wait, games.
2: Yeah. Uh, you're the only one though.
1: Um, <laughs> Kai wins, but Dad says he wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. but board games actually are a really good way to one kill time, um, and two just to really have fun, to laugh, to make jokes, um, you
0: get to know each other's personalities, which is fun when yeah. it's eight to twelve year olds. It, it,
1: yeah, it, yeah. it's a really it fun time kill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not seeing this, but uh, Tommy is intentionally trying to get on Kayla's nerves right now, and Kayla's giving him the older sister eye, which is.
1: Well, she's here over here, you know, speaking her piece about board games. And every time, oh, Kayla, do you want to play Monopoly? Uh, I have, like, Spanish to do. Sorry, maybe later. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, it's okay, Kayla.
2: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sorry, I have homework. (laughs) This is one of
0: the things I love about our family and this podcast. When the girls were on here were girl power telling me how I could be a better dad. We all need to hear that. And uh, and I and I need to hear what Tommy said because I'm, I'm like you, okay I'm not always jumping to the board game. But I played cards with you
1: yeah. last week. And you enjoyed it. I did. It was see? awesome.
0: Well, um, yeah, if your kids like outdoor activities, obviously sit them outside. If they like writing, let them write stuff. Read their poetry. If they do art stuff, which is good for anybody, if they're musically inclined, get them doing that. And I think as a parent... Um, loving what your kids love is going to be super important. And then hey, bring your kids along with the things you like to do. Um, and when we do our parenting conferences, we said, Hey, you have the opportunity, you're the parent. If you like, you know, Marvel Universe, you know, read a Marvel book with kids. If you like uh theology, expose if you like John Lennox books, expose them uh to John Lennox books like me and Kai love this little book, uh, can Science Answer Everything? very okay. very good. And in 8 to 12 year olds they're forming man. They learning to think, learning to grow, learning to have passions and I think uh this kind of free time which is forced upon us gives us some time to creatively Work on those things. Yeah, like together. there's a
2: ton of resources out there. Like I've even on Instagram, like I've been seeing so many moms being like, "Hey, if you need ideas for this, here's a bunch of craft stuff for like different ages." Or yeah, all like, the homeschool
0: parents are heroes right now. Yeah, for, like, <laughs> they're like giving them all these advice and everything because yeah. they're they know what to do.
2: So like, don't like hesitate to go online and be like, okay, what can we do? Like, what's a family game that's like Guess yeah. Who or something stupid? Like, you can just find things out there because you're not by yourself. There's a lot of resources out there and reach out to people, who you know, like, hey, they do a good job with us. How do their kids do it? And like
0: that. All right, guys, as we round the corner to our last few minutes together here in the shed quarters, uh, we are on what do kids need teens. So I'm just going to ask you guys, what do you need from mom and dad during the season? What do you need from each other? Um, and I'll maybe share what what I need from you guys as well during the, uh, the I need quiet no, uh, during this uh, this yeah. Corona time.
3: I think that like you were saying, all this unexpected free time. I joke with several of my friends about all the free mm-hmm. time that I have, meaning probably twenty minutes a day. Um,
0: because Kylene is uh, aggressively doing every homework assignment possibly known to humans and setting for AP exams.
3: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Council and FCA and basketball. All the things. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so I think it's important. Like, I think this is a good time to talk to each other, which I've enjoyed. Tommy and I played a little piano, which has been nice. Tommy's mostly been playing. But I think it's important that we, like, I want to talk with you guys. I don't want us to become isolated. And I also, I guess, I really want to be continuing just in playing soccer. I don't want that to have to stop. And so, whether that's you guys sitting, up there awkwardly watching me play soccer or <laughs> like we you know, did the other day yeah yeah um or just having fun with Tommy and i think that's good and also understanding that online school is a lot of work and so sometimes if i'm going away for several hours i am have to do a lot of school work You're not just
0: hiding from us
3: most of the time <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's weird because we're all 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 of us in this room are doing online school. I guess Tommy's done. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: I, I I put the pepper on him for about three days, and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> he finished all his assignments. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: taking online Hebrew, which is very hard. And in Casey thinks because I have more time that Hebrew is easy now because I have more time. It's like no, it just has more time to be hard. Uh, what do you, What do you guys, Tommy, Kayla, what do you guys need from parents or each other during this this time?
1: Um. I don't. I honestly don't know what I need. Uh, more croutons for my salad. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, no. What I what I need for my parents. Um, I need mom to get less headaches because whenever mom has headaches, she gets very grouchy and it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be really nice, really good blessing to see that yeah. disappear because that's been bothering her for her whole life, basically. Um. I I don't I, I don't know I probably I would like to learn how to split wood that that'd be a fun thing to do you we're know. on it yeah
0: you need to make fun of me every day a
1: little bit okay I, I need to do that make fun of your chubbiness um, you're not even that fat I'm just joking you're not fat you call yourself fat but you're not
0: it's a wrestler disease yeah when you were once four percent body fat forever after you think oh gee man I'm too big
1: um. I, I, from personally for our family, I would like to continue our, we do these family meetings each day and I would like to continue that because I think it's, I think it's really good. And, and Kale's give me a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I'm speaking good words right now. Oh.
0: That's the one thing we agreed on in schedule is to try to sync up daily, at least yeah, for. I, I,
1: I really appreciate that time that our, our family gets together. And I think um, we should be able to do that every day. One more thing. Uh, I would probably like my family to remind me to, Read some more of the books that I've gotten because I I've recently gotten some really good books from uh, parents and like I think I need personally I feel like I don't read enough in the scripture and I feel like if I spend more time that I have now I could really just increase my knowledge. It's a
0: little accountability. Yeah. Say hey, read this book. Read yeah. this in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I would really structure. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think that's great, Bubba. Um, so I guess um. Hug your seniors is something good um if you're allowed to touch them <laughs> um yeah, I think what I kind of need at this point is I don't really know, yeah, um there's so much uncertainty like about my future, about what is everything gonna look like in the next week, the next month, and the next year. It's um, our guess.
0: what's our future sound like?
1: We don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, and I don't deal well with that. I kind of like having a plan since I was three, as you heard earlier. Um, I kind of like knowing what's going on. So this has been kind of just stretching, growing for yeah, me, yeah. Um, which has been really difficult on top of being really sad on top, like along with that. So it's just been kind of like, oh, I don't like this. Um, so just kind of listening to me ramble has been something that I all. Always will need my entire life, but particularly right now, everyone <laughs> in the room is nodding. Um, but just just being there, letting me know that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling, to wrestle through what I'm going through, um, and then to just kind of keep me honest, keep me in perspective and keep me going, um, just to kind of don't let me sit and veg, let me get me to read a book, to engage, to, oh gosh, Tommy's oh giving yeah. me, <laughs> oh dear. I'm going to
1: hold you that, kill,
3: uh, Yeah. Let's play some board games. I'm
2: I'm done for. I prefer cards, but um, sounds good. Yeah, so I think just kind of just giving support, um, and just just affirming. I know it mentally, but like I don't always feel it because I isolate myself emotionally. Um, but just that I am always safe, that I'm always supported, that I'm always loved, no matter what happens, no matter what I do, no matter what the world does, no matter what. Corona does no matter what my college does no no matter anything that like god's in control and that i have a home base um i think would be the biggest thing that i need right now and just continue to need and then just prayers that like i'll figure out what i need to help (laughs) because i don't really know like what's gonna fix this because there's not really an easy fix and just kind of i don't want to be in a funk forever so that would be ideal to not be like this all the time
0: amen amen well guys i i do appreciate your guys' honesty, your time—obviously, we are we are around each other, and um, I really enjoy having you guys with me in life, and, and certainly quick, here quick, on the quick, pod. Quick
1: question for uh, Papa Reed Monahan here: um, as a parent during this pandemical crisis, <laughs> how'd you? <laughs> Assess what you would like from your teenagers at this moment.
0: Um, I think oh, but. I think that's an interesting question, Tom, and I think unique for various parents. I, I was I was just thinking today as I was deleting things out of my schedule. You know, preparing for this event that's canceled. I've got multiple events that are canceled, and so I am going to have more time. But I I kind of run my own nonprofit. I'm a entrepreneur of search such, and so I'm always filling my own calendar. And I thought this this morning is that for you guys not to just be satisfied with me filling my calendar with work stuff that I create for myself to do. Um, and to actually expect from me some really good time to take a walk, to play some cards, to split some wood. Um, and I need accountability for that because I enjoy that. It's better for me. It's we, we all love it together, but I, I can start thinking what I need to be doing to, you know, write some blogs to help people or something. And I think that's what I would need that accountability from you guys as well. um, Thanks, Tom. I appreciate yeah, that question. Uh, I got you, Dad. We are going to put some things in the show notes, a little uh, article I just wrote on families and technology during this time at home, how to kind of not just sit and watch 14 episodes of a Netflix show in a row. Um, also, uh, a, a guide for family worship that really recounts a lot of what we did when you guys were littles on up into the years that would be helpful. And I want to encourage everyone to to continue, if you're, if you're a believer in Jesus, do your online church together. Uh, it might feel weird, but do it. Very important. And we would encourage all of our friends out there who aren't yet Christians or not sure what they believe about life, God in the universe, to seriously uh, give that a thought in this time. Jesus' promises were far beyond anything normal in this world. Uh, One of the examples that I always uh, was shocked by as a very young man who was becoming uh, a follower of Jesus was something he said at a funeral where somebody said, hey, uh, where's my brother? Is he going to rise again? And and he says, yeah, he's going to rise again. She goes, well, I know he'll rise again at the last day. And then he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Do you believe this? And in these times where death is more on our minds, I do want all of us to consider our mortality uh, and the one who went into the grave and came back and promises eternal life to all who believe we do love the book. Uh, can science answer everything by John Lennox? If you were looking for something to read and you're a little bit skeptical, maybe, or question, um, Go ahead and say, Kai, Can science
3: explain everything? Can can Just science explain
0: everything? We will put that in the show notes here and link that for you. But wonderful book by an Oxford uh, emeritus professor of mathematics. Long career. He's from Ireland originally, so we like that. In Monaghan family, um, there is Monaghan County, Ireland, which I think we're not from, but we share the we're name. Not, we're we're like not
2: from the county next to it. They did it by, like, where you lived-ish, like where you were near. So, so we love
0: John life. Lennox. Uh, thanks. Kayla's our, tr- our uh, family historian. Uh, Thanks, John Lennox. Wonderful book to pick up, Christian or non-Christian, out there uh, in these times. Well, guys, thanks again. Thanks for being with me here, my uh, littles, and uh, letting me give you uh, gold stars and crickets and all sorts of fun things. As we close here on the Gospel Underground. You all know this is a joint production between me and Jesse, Power of Change, and the Bonhoeffer House. We do like reviews. Review this episode. Five stars are acceptable on iTunes. Very acceptable. We don't like those three-star reviews. I don't think we have any. Send your comments, feedback, questions you might have for me or the kids that you want us to take up here on the Underground to Info at gospelunderground.org. We are a dialogue taking place between the borderlands, between the church and culture. Home and work, coronavirus. Please be praying for your friends. Help your neighbors be good to each other out there. Peace. You guys, we customarily all say peace in our mics.
1: My bad, Coach. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Peace and love to the world.
0: (laughs) See you guys. We're out.